Welcome back to Everyday Dadding, Season 3, Episode 3. Uh, my name is Ben, it's great to be here, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host... Oh, I'm Robin, uh, lovely to be here too. Uh, it's great to see your lovely face over Zoom. Obviously, no one else can see that, I'm the only one that gets the benefits um, of, of gazing into your inner beauty. Oh, but, <laughs> I think they have the better deal uh, as a listener. Uh, what are we talking about today, Ben? Uh, well, I'm going to keep you guessing because before we dive into that, of course, we need our dad joke. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. It's my turn for the dad joke. I, I tell you what, I, I accidentally gave my wife, instead of a, a, some lipstick, I gave her a glue stick and she hasn't spoken to me since. Boom. Ah, there we go. Do you know what? Maybe, maybe there was a reason you were jumping ahead. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, well, well, today, look, we're, we're, we're talking about, um, I guess, what... A really sensitive issue, um, something that is hard to wrestle with. We're, we're going to address the issue of, you know, what do I do when my child doesn't want to come to church? I think it's probably worth saying straight up that if this hasn't come your way, it will. Uh, I don't think there are many families where th- their children have got through teenage years you know, happily going, yeah, of course, I'll, I'll trot along to church and be a part of things and w- without any difficulty. Um, it, it's just for some, it becomes uh, much more of an acute mm. issue. Um, Sunday morning becomes a spiritual battle um, and different. And it's also worth saying different families will handle this in different ways. Um, and however they handle it, you know, the, the we want to recognize the, the pain that that is as a parent who who loves the church and loves Jesus and their children don't. Yeah, I mean, I mean it shouldn't come as a, it shouldn't take us by surprise, should it? I think if, if our if our children uh, or one of our children wants to kind of you know put up put up a fight and um, and kind of dig their heels in and. and wants to make it difficult on a Sunday morning, that, that shouldn't take us by surprise. Um, I, I'm, you know, cards on the table. Um, you know, I am a church pastor and there have been times in my life where on a Sunday morning, I have not wanted to go to church. Last Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've woken up numerous times on a Sunday morning and gone, what, wh- why, what, what am I doing? And, and had to stop and... Be, uh, and and work work out my own heart, yeah. Because it is a spiritual battle every Sunday morning, and and therefore you know, and our children are you'd hope not as mature spiritually as us, and therefore when they come to the question, their their, their way of working it through will be very different from ours. I get I, probably one of the other things to say straight up is this is not necessarily a bad thing, and I know it. I know it immediately kind of. As a parent, you immediately go, what am I going to do? This is, you know, because you want your children just to sail through happily, et cetera. Actually, if if your child says, I don't want to go this morning, immediately there is an opportunity to sit down and ask them why. And hopefully an opportunity to go, 
to, to help them to understand what church is and why it's so incredibly brilliant uh, and should be the highlight of their week. Um, actually, in some ways, it's I think it's far more dangerous for a, a child to kind of trot along to church submissively whilst in their heart going, as soon as I get the opportunity, I'm gone. Um, and, and therefore, I think, I guess the first thing is to say is probably don't panic. Is that fair? Yeah. I think it's really helpful because actually, no, we all want the easy life, right? Yeah, you know, that, that 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 is an idol that I think lots of us will just kind of bow to. We just want, you know, heads down, get through, you know, let's not have, let's not, you know, cause any ripples. Let's just, you know, keep things easy. But actually, you look at the statistics of uh, young people who grew up going to church who then at some point in adult life wander away from the faith. Uh, it's it's very often that the ones who um, didn't ever question anything just kind of went along, just kind of behaved. And then as soon as they get to, you know, move out of the family home, get a job, go to uni, move to a different town, they, they, they've got no desire to find a church because they, they didn't want to go in the first place. It's, it's much better to have that conversation uh, whilst your children are living under your roof whilst you've got time to kind of wrestle through that with them and to kind of, you know, better that you can kind of be honest with one another and have, uh, and have a kind of a, a reasoned, uh, yeah, re- reasoned conversation and, um, you know, lay out some truth, help them to see your point of view, uh, hear from them why, you know, why they, why they don't want to go to church. Maybe it's worth addressing that. I mean, what, what, what are some of the, reasons that, that that kids commonly might give for not wanting to go to church well i think it's often um expressed as boredom when it comes from the child um that kind of actually you know what i'm bored there maybe that's because of a lack of friends maybe that's uh you know because there are more exciting things to do like stay at home on their xbox or you know whatever it might, might be um but it will be often expressed as uh, just being bored and I think it's worth saying at that point, actually, ultimately, there's still a spiritual battle going on because church shouldn't be boring if we understand what's happening. Um, so, so take, for example, I think, I think we often miss the, the richness and depth of what God does. Uh, take, for example, the, you know, the three means of grace, you know, reading our Bible, praying and, and, and going to church, right, in that sense. Uh, there's also the Lord's Supper, obviously. But we, there's a sense in which, and even the Lord's Supper is the same, uh, what it looks like and what it is are very different. When we read the Bible, it, it looks like we're reading just words on a page, a book. Actually, what we're doing is we're hearing from God himself. When we pray, it looks like it feels like we're speaking into thin air. But actually, what we're doing is we're meeting around the throne of God. When when we go to church, it feels like just like a bunch of no hopers ga- gathering to sing in their slightly out of tune voices. Actually, what we're doing is that God Himself is is gathering a people that 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 is going to change the the world um, because of Jesus. Uh, you know, the very kind of this is the plan of God. But because it doesn't look like that, we kind of go, "What's the point?" So, so what is it? If if our child, if our child, whatever age they happen to be, if they just turn around and say, "I don't want to go to church because it's boring," actually, what you're saying there is, 
that the problem is with the child, not with church. Because I think lots, I think I've definitely certainly come across parents who would, who would, um, yeah, their, their kid might say, oh, church is boring. And the parent would kind of be sympathetic to that. And we go, yeah, I can kind of, you know, or, and you imagine a kind of, yeah, dusty room full of a bunch of no-hopers singing out a tune, listening to some, some guy prattle on the front. But you're saying, no, 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 that's, that is not boring. Well, even if you take what in a worldly sense seems the most boring church on earth that is full of, I don't know, half a dozen elderly people, if that's a genuine church, then those elderly people are, are saints and are trophies of grace who have persevered through lives of, of often hardship and pain, trusting Jesus. Now, how is that boring? Um, you know, when, when, when the preacher reads the word of God and preaches, God's voice thunders, even if that's poorly done uh, in, in a kind of monotone, it, it is still God at work. Uh, I think I think we we come with wrong expectations, uh, perhaps because we've bought into an entertainment culture. We've bought into a culture, you know, that of materialism that says all you all you see is what you see is is what you get. Uh, whereas actually, there's a hidden spiritual dimension that that's going on in these particular occasions that we want our child to recognise and to be excited by. And and to delight in and love, and, and I think we they missed that possibly because we missed that. And so, actually, in terms of how we can handle that issue, then you know, our kids need to know that that's what's going on. Yeah. So, if if they don't know that that's what church is, in a sense, if if they haven't got a robust ecclesiology, no, <laughs> um, if they haven't grasped. W- what is going on when we turn up on a Sunday morning with our church family, then we, we can't expect them to not be bored. Yeah, so, so, as, so, so as dads, we, we've got a responsibility there, right? To kind of, um, yeah, as our kids grow up, to kind of, to, to show them the beauty of the church as you've just portrayed it there, so that they learn it, so that they in turn fall in love, fall in love with it. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I'm not sure I'm particularly great at that. Uh, I'm, th- I'm looking back and thinking, you know, when was the last time I explained to my kids why we do what we do, you know, and what happens when we do it at church? Uh, perhaps, you know, we've got into a bit too much of a habit of get up on a Sunday and, you know, trot off and come home for lunch or whatever without really thinking through, without really preparing our hearts. It's always great, is it, when you start recording a podcast that's going to go out on the internet where you're basically spending 20 minutes convicting one another. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Here's how we're going to change. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Everyday Dadding, where with two people who have just realised that they do it really badly. Oh, again, we're hoping again. To <laughs> oh, but by God's grace, by God's grace. I mean, what what other sort? I mean, what other sort of things can we do? Do you think to make um to to, to make going to church and and Sundays a more attractive thing? Do you think? Um, I think, I think we often we often put a lot of hope in other kids their age, mm. and, and don't get me wrong, that that helps. I think yeah. that, you know th- there is a helpfulness in in that peer where you know they they 
see each other at school and can encourage each other. Uh, of course there is. But there's also, and I think for the longer term and a bigger, is providing spiritual grandparents, mm. spiritual aunts and uncles, both for, for us as, as parents, but also for them as, as kids, that there's a network that actually it's going to be painful to leave. So mm. you know, I know a couple of lads in our church who have pretty much walked away, a um, little bit older now, uh, and yet one of them in particular just keeps coming because he loves the people. Yeah. Um, and I think actually, you know, if we, if we establish those networks of relationships and faith relationships, it, it just helps. It gives them somewhere to run to that's safe. It gives them uh, something people to turn up for. Uh, and I think once, I think we've struggled over lockdown. Yeah. Uh, so where we've seen, you know, we have seen young people say these exact things and perhaps disappear a little bit. Um, and part of it is because we've not been able to talk. <laughs> we've not been able to do much other than kind of basically sit there separate and then walk away at the end of the day again. And that's, that's been hugely damaging. Uh, and we need to work really hard with our own kids to, to, to keep working on that. I think the danger is once, once we've kind of, once, once they've stopped coming, it's very hard to row back on that. It's very hard to then get them back in to establish those networks again. So do you think there is some responsibility on the the, the church um, to, to create a culture in the church family that means that young people think that, you know, feel grow up feeling this is their church. Now, this isn't just something that their mum and dad or or parent goes to that they get dragged along to. But actually, this is something that they they are they are part of, and 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 they have, you know, their agency is validated in a sense that they are welcome there, and they are missed if they're not there. Yeah, and, and part of that is the kids, the, the the young people that I've seen who have stuck particularly well are the ones who have had a, a job, a role, whether that's in music or an AV desk or um, uh, whatever it might be. Actually they've felt a part of things they've they've been you know it's been their church rather than something they turn up to uh and and you know that comes with the relationships of the people they're working with or singing with or whatever it might be um and allowing perhaps even decision making in the song choices and and uh or how things are run uh, actually listening to them and respecting them uh in that yeah i'm convinced that that is something that um churches can help with but also um i had a conversation with someone uh this is going back two or three years who um uh, a, a guy had been widowed um but he felt nervous about going over and talking to the young people after a service because of the culture of safeguarding uh, and, and what people would think of him going to talk to young people as a single older man. I thought, oh, that's so tragic. Here's a guy who, you know, who was once, you know, who had, uh, <laughs> widowed, had lots of time, loved his church family, but you, know, you think actually, the, 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 there's, you, I'm, I'm sure there are the, the, some people just need to be given kind of permission to get involved in our kids' lives, don't they? Like you said, to be those aunties and uncles and extra grandparents. Um, so, so that you have this kind of 
community of faith rather than just you know individual family units turning up and then disappearing doing their own thing yeah um, and why we need to work hard as dads to make sure that we're not just hanging out with other families but we're hanging out with with single people widows as you say older generations um not for their sake not out of pity but for our sake for yeah. our kids sake um, well, as we demonstrated we're idiots we need we some are. people with some wisdom <laughs> yeah. yeah and we need help yeah uh, you know and and i i would be so glad if my kids are you know, inverted commas bored at church not wanting to go if they go and talk to somebody else from church about it mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd i'd be thrilled um i'd you know i'd love them to talk to me but i'd much rather they talk to another christian and therefore i want to put those things in place so that so that when they do start struggling questioning there are the people there to catch them to hold them um to glue them in that's been super helpful but i think we do need to come back to the question don't we what, what do we do ultimately when yeah when we hit that point when one of our children says dad i, I don't want to come to church for whatever reason I, i'm bored it's rubbish i'm not interested i want to go play sport i want to hang out with my mates i want to go to the cinema i want to do something interesting you know do we make them go? Oh. Do you see how I've done this so that I've asked the question and I can yeah, leave I that? <laughs> I'll say I want to put it the other way. I've done a lot of the talking this episode, Ben, so I wonder if you need to answer that. What would you do? Well, so I think, uh, so, so, my kids are the age they are now, 12, 11, and 9. I would make them go. And I hope that that wouldn't come as a surprise, which is a kind of a, a roundabout way of saying, I, I think part of the way that we have to, you know, that we will, we will all have to address this at some point. And so I think you've got to get the groundwork in now, haven't you? Whilst they're coming with you know, what? So if, at the moment, my kids are happy to come to church. Um, so I think we, we need to be doing, you know, I need to be doing the groundwork now to kind of, one, keep showing them why we're going and how attractive it is uh, and what's going on at church and setting up those networks that you're talking about. Um, but also, I think, just kind of laying down boundary markers that mean that if, if, if they were to ever challenge coming, they they wouldn't be surprised if I turned around and said, no, 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 you are coming, you are coming to church. It's what we do as a family on Sunday morning. Um, we've sort of had to address it a bit. My kids are into various sports. Um, and they're at the age where sometimes junior fixtures are on Sunday mornings. And we've and we and we've never let them play sport on a Sunday morning and avoid, you know, um, we've always gone to the you know the, the church gathering. We have missed other church activities for sport but not the main church family gathering. Um, so I think if, so I hope that if in the future, if one of my kids turns around and says, I don't want to come to church, they would be expecting me to say, ah, oh, but you are coming. Yeah. 
I'm not really sure I've answered the question. No, I think I think there's kind of um, I think I'd be quite similar. God commands us to go to, to, together as His people. It is a command of His. Uh, actually, not going is not going to do you spiritually much good. Um, the, you know, again, there's no rowing back from stopping going. Uh, it was much harder to do that. Um, and if it, you know, it may be that they grow to love the church if they if they keep coming. Um, having said that, the, the the danger of say and, and the expectation as a family is that we go to church. The, the danger of that is that they then don't want to tell us when they don't want to come because yeah. it's not worth it. Uh, and therefore somehow allowing them the space to say, so what I'd like to say, when, you know, I'd like it to happen is that they'd say, I don't want to go. I, I find it boring. And I sit down calmly and go, goodness, you know, I sympathize. Uh, let's talk about why let's work it through. And, um, and let's see if we can come to a place where you want to go to church whilst also saying, but we're going to go. My fear is my response is tough. We're going, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is, which is like the worst dad response, I think. Well, um, and, the, and, and the problem is, I know from friends, you know, it, it never happens where you've got a couple of days to reason it through. You know, it's five to 10. You're already five minutes late. I don't want to come. Tough. Get in the car. <laughs> yeah. I'll look is. bad as a pastor if my kids aren't there or whatever. Yes. Uh, it's, that's when the spiritual battle ca- happens, isn't it? Yes. Why don't you want to come to church? You're preaching again. that would be reasonable (laughs) (laughs) oh Matt it's it's tough isn't it and and again I think as we as we open the episode I think it's hard Danning is hard Um, this is something that we will face um, and it shouldn't surprise us part of the spiritual battle Um, uh, and I think we'll say let's make it let's help our kids to see a bigger view of church um, a much more beautiful view of what church is, even though from you know the outside looking in, the world look, it looks rubbish. Actually, it's stunning. Um, uh, and just kind of laying that groundwork early, so that when when the pushback comes, our kids are, are expecting us to say, "No, no, no, this is what we do. This is what we do as a family." Um, but yeah, but do get in touch with us if you've got any more uh, pushback or feedback on that, and want to share your experiences. Everyday dadding at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you uh, or check out the website, uh, everydaydadding.com. But for now, uh, that's all we've got time for. Goodbye. Goodbye.